Today's the days of questions. I'll start with this. What is the numerical difference? The distance between Nebraska and Michigan. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, folks. Here's DP. Locked On Huskers, thank you for making Locked On Huskers your first stop, first watch, first listen each and every single day here on the Locked On Sports Network. Greatly appreciate it. Um, I want to thank the folks from Omaha Steaks uh, again for what they do for us on a episode-by-episode basis. They allow us to offer you $30 off if you go to omahasteaks.com and through whatever selection, there's a minimum order required, but $30 off when you choose. I mean, whether it's steaks, burgers, dessert, something fantastic, whether for yourselves, your family, or friends, or people that you just want to put a smile on their face. You can do that, courtesy of the folks at Omaha Steaks, omahasteaks.com, and just put locked on uh, as a part of the code when you check out, and you'll get $30 off. Again, minimum order required. I want to thank you folks for subscribing, adding to the numbers. Greatly appreciate it. If you haven't, click the subscribe button so you get this uh, right away. You don't have to track it down. You don't have to wait uh, for the Google monster to get this to you. It'll come straight to you and give you the alerts and you can find out what's going on with your Huskers as well. Throughout the course of this episode, we're going to go through the standard and the status is this, where the roster stands and where it needs to go. And the big part of this now, National Signing Day is December 21st. Uh, you'll get some additions there. We kind of know the space that we're in uh, when it comes to that. Uh, there are currently 99 commits. Uh, whether it be existing ro- uh, roster members, uh, folks who, who are coming, who have uh, committed through the transfer portal, and folks who are coming through who have uh, hard committed uh, in, the, in, their, in their choice to, to play at Nebraska next year. Uh, that means that 20 players have jumped into the transfer portal or so, folks who – and th- that number uh, will go up uh, as, as we go along, and we'll find out more. Now, this was – a part in order to have this discussion, and I have to repeat to folks: the more questions you have about the program uh, is 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 indicative of the status and the standing of the program. And I asked this question: What was the difference between a numerical dif- distance between Nebraska currently, as it stands, its roster as it currently stands, and Michigan as it currently stands, or Ohio State? Or if you really, you know, Purdue, right? And you, it means you have to look at in order for you to have some grand mission, and that's the phrase that uh, Matt, Coach Matt Rule used uh, this weekend when he spoke to the Husker fan base was that this is they're on a mission. Well, in order to have a mission, the GPS has to tell you what is acceptable, what the goal is, what the mission. And if the goal is national championship or the goal is Big Ten championship, not just Big Ten West, but Big Ten championship. You've got to measure yourself with the standard bearers, and those are Michigan and Ohio State. If you wanted to use Big Ten West as a part of your your GPS of things of the place that you you the only place that you're accepting as as a goal and a, and, a, and a purpose and a mission, then it's Purdue. So, where is the roster for Nebraska in comparison to Michigan? On a scale of 0 to 10, and Michigan is 10, where is Nebraska? 
where's Nebraska? If you broadened that and said, okay, on a scale of zero to 100, and 100 being Michigan State, where is Nebraska on the scale roster-wise, talent-wise, returning talent? Because if you're going to compete with Michigan State, the freshmen that are coming in aren't going to get you there. Like That's a full thing that we can accept as truth. The freshmen aren't going to get you there. Then in the transfer portal, you don't have the numbers to date or the impact to take a bite out of that distance. And then you're left with the current roster. And if you're looking at this, and I want to go through over the course of this episode, I want to go through uh, from a coaching staff standpoint, where does Nebraska's coaching staff rank compared to Michigan's? If you gave Nebraska, let's just say for the sake of discussion, you gave Nebraska five and Michigan's a 10, then that's the space that we have to work and you have to cover that space in order to meet your standard, your mission. If you tell me that Nebraska is a five or Nebraska is a four and Purdue is a seven, then that tells you the space that you need to improve within a short period of time with the current resources that you have. Can't speculate, can't make it into something that it's not. It's what you have currently. And if I asked you, Husker fans, football fans, to tell me what players on the current Nebraska roster are Big Ten elite, because that's how you're going to bridge the gap between where you are and where you need to be, is more elite players, players playing at elite level. And then you have to ask the question, well, how many players at Nebraska would actually uh, be in the in the in the starting lineup for Michigan? I'm not sure that's I'm not sure that's an answer we really want to deal with, but that's the rea- that's the reality in the space of where you are versus where you're trying to get to. And then you have to look at Nebraska's roster as it stands. And I just have to be clear in this. Would you accept, would you take Casey Thompson, a healthy Casey Thompson, which we're not sure we have because a shoulder surgery is a thing. That means that the next quarterback up is Logan Smothers. And what's the difference between J.J. McCarthy and Logan Smothers? Currently, McCarthy is leading his team to the College Bowl playoff game. Logan Smothers, uh, I don't believe what he didn't beat Iowa. I mean, these are logical questions. So we'll go through the different groups in the room and try to get our handle on the depth chart, or at least the people who are in play on the depth chart, as the roster currently exists. And then as we do that, then you will be able to measure where the changes need to happen, uh, what to look for in the transfer portal, uh, what to look for in the in the high school group. But the freshman group coming in is not going to beat out anybody on this list. I think we're pretty sure of that. So we'll have that discussion over the course of this episode. And again, there are more questions than answers but we'll try to clarify the questions so we know where we are, where this roster is versus where it needs to go. And we will take that journey throughout the course of this Locked on Huskers here on Locked on Huskers Sports Network. Hey, gang, DP here, Locked on Huskers, Locked on Go Big Red. 
on the Lockdown Sports Network. And again, we thank the folks from Omaha Steaks. Go through uh, the world's best beef. That's pretty clear. Ultimate tenderness, juicy, flavorful. It gives you everything you need for an unforgettable holiday gift experience. So if you've got that person in mind, that special person in mind, it could be just for your family. It could be for uh, for friends. It could be for coworkers. It could be uh, for yourself. You deserve some too. Five generations of family-owned expertise means uncompromising quality you can trust. Every steak and an entree is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and ready to share with your family. Every steak and every entree backed by our unconditional 100% back guarantee. And if you go, you meet the minimum order, uh, and you use Lockdown as your code, you will receive $30 off at checkout. So go to omahasteaks.com. Get yourself uh, some gifts. Meat. Meat. We want meat. Um, again, I hope that uh, as through the course of this discussion, uh, a lot of what we're talking about is where Nebraska stands currently and then where they need to get to. And whew, let's go through it position by position that for scholarship distribution, so just people that are on scholarship and that Casey Thompson, while the clear leader at the position, if all things are well and he's healthy, uh, he has a shoulder surgery situation, and you don't quite know what that means. That means that there are four other uh, scholarships on in play just currently. And again, this is before December 21st. So it changes over the course of the next week. Um, and it shall, because the transfer portal is going to be affected, plus the players that have committed to coming in would mean that some other folks would decide that they weren't coming. They weren't going to come back. Logan Smothers, uh, Heinrich Harburg, Chubba Purdy, Richard Torres. Now, again, start to – fathom and measure this group against Michigan because that's the standard. That is the standard. Running back room, uh, Anthony Grant, pretty solid. Ramir Johnson, Gabe Irvin Jr., A.J. Allen coming back off uh, off an injury, but he's probably running back 1B, if we were to say. Grant's 1A, A.J.'s 1B, Ramir and Gabe 2A and 2B. Fair. Like, that's fair. Um if you had to go into a Big Ten season with those four running backs, I think most Husker fans would be. And, again, you can put down in the comments whether you agree with me or not. But I think of all the rooms, the running back room and the defensive back room are the two rooms where if you had to start today with what you have, asking if you could compete on the Big Ten elite stage, this is one of the two rooms where you would say yes. Wide receiver room. Marcus Washington is receiver 1A currently as we stand. Alante Brown, Tommy Hill uh, as receivers 2A and 2B. Um, and then a group of three, Sean Hardy, uh, uh, Bonner, and Jones are also scholarships, but circle that because that is a room where if you said, if you had to play with Washington, Brown, Hill, are you Big Ten ready? To complete, compete at the E-level, I'll let you guys answer that. Tight end room. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. We we got a room here. Um, Chris Hickman is a junior. Uh, James Carney, Thomas Fedoni. A.J. Rollins is probably tight end one. He and Borkature. 1A, 1B. And then everybody else in that room still has to prove that they belong and that they can contribute – at the eleven, forget about you know stars and all that. I'm just not sure we're really gonna 
you need more time. That's a room that you can you can get you can request that. Offensive line. Oh, deep breath because I know it brings anxiety and angst amongst Husker fans to talk about this offensive line group. Uh, Bryce Benhart, Turner Corcoran. If you had to go today and you had to put a, a lineup out there, uh, being out there with Benhart, Corcoran, Piper, uh, Nuri, and Hutmacher. No, Hutmacher's on the side. Uh, Prohaska and Lutowski. That gives you five, six that you that that are Big Ten aware and experienced. But is this an elite Big Ten group? Is this as good as the offensive lines at Michigan and Ohio State? Now, work can be done. <laughs> they can improve. Not sure. You guys put it in the comments. And again, Coach uh, Raiola has his hands full. His hands are full. I'll I'll, I'll just. Poke that there. Like, put that right there for a second. That from that from those rooms and the talent in that space, where would you mark Nebraska? And again, if Michigan or Ohio State are 10 and 9-5 or 10 and 9-9, and let's say Purdue, let's let's put a small gap there. They're not eight, they're seven. <laughs> There's seven, maybe seven and a half. Where is Nebraska in that space, and how much distance do they have to cover? In a hurry, mind you, with coaches that you aren't necessarily sure about in this space, right? Because we don't know if the coaching staff measures with Michigan, Ohio State, or not. We would probably say no, in fairness. Uh, would we put them on the level of Purdue? Uh, I mean, they they won the title, so I don't, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> it's, it's going to be interesting. We will go to break, and we'll come back. We'll talk about the defensive side because the numbers, again, there's one room that looks really, really good, and then the other rooms you got questions about, we'll talk about those when we come back. Uh, to Lockdown Huskers, Lockdown Go Big Red here on the Lockdown Sports Network. Final segment, Lockdown Huskers. Um, I want to say this, folks. I'll be out for a bit for a couple of days, so there won't be any new episodes until probably next week. Uh, getting some business taken care of uh, with the old ticker of mine. But I'll be back bringing you Husker news. I can do that from home even uh, from there, but I'll let you know when that is, probably Monday or so. Uh, before we get it back rolling again for you. We were talking about scholarships and where the Husker roster currently stands. And if you want a big red flag with no in on it that's just waving, that if you talk about being physical and dominant and being elite in the Big Ten Conference, you have to talk about the line play. And I just want to – I'm going to read off all the names of the defensive linemen under scholarship. Ready? Get a pen? Stephen Wynn Jr., Nash Hutmacher, Ty Robinson, and Ruquan Buck. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Colton Feast is not on scholarship, but I would imagine that they bring him back and they offer him the scholarship, right? So that gives us five. I don't know who else is in play, but I, again, I want to stick to the facts rather than speculation in the space. That is a big, huge honking question mark and a red flag. Linebacker room, 
Reimer's back. Heinrich is back. Those are your two starters in the main space. Snodgrass is back. Uh, you can bring him into that space. You've got some additional folks out there. The, the loss of Furnish Houseman is in play. Red Occupy, Makai uh, uh, Gouveia, and Seth Malcolm are on scholarship currently. That gives you six in the bunch, but I'm guarantee you that that's not six you go into the season with. On the edge, edge position. Now, remember, Jamari Butler was in the transfer portal, jumped back out. Right, so you can put him on one side, run him with Garrett Nelson. That's bravo. Uh, Blaze Gunnerson, who got uh, almost starter status along the way, and then young Jake Applegate. That folks locally will know. You'll know the name. You know the talent level. Um, he has to step up and be in place. Uh, the Nickelback, uh, Buddha Wright, Isaac Guilford, give you a two deep. That's nice. You'll find a starter in that space. In that space, Dick Stanger, uh, Gage Stanger, uh, also a young guy that will be in the mix, but. That's not a lot. That's not a lot of, 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 of standard and body in that space. And again, you're going three, three, five. So this is all going to change too, because you're going to have different responsibilities for the people who are involved and what they're asked to do. Not everybody's going to be able to do what the new defense coordinator wants to do. Like Tony White's going to have his own vision and he, I'm sure he's looking at film trying to figure out what is all in play. Now, if you want to take a deep breath and feel decent about how this walks, that there are seven line cornerbacks uh, under currently under scholarship. I'm not sure that you keep the seven. I'm not sure that you don't, but you've got some depth. Uh, Braxton Clark, Tyreek Johnson, Quentin Newsom, Omar Brown, uh, Malcolm Hartzog is certainly uh, in the elite group. Uh, Javier Morton and uh, Timon Lynham uh, round out that group. that gives you seven corners. And seven safeties. Now, there'll be some flex in some of this. Miles Farmer, uh, Nola Polagates, Deshaun Seegans, and Marcus Buford, right? So you've got starters in play. Like, you could line up a Big Ten pretty good secondary right now, right? Jalil Martin, Kobe Brent, uh, Kane Williams as well in that group. Even on special teams, the Huskers have a number. I mean, Bleak Roden and Bushini come back. So you've got returners with – minutes and experience and knowledge but of those rooms and i'll point out to you of all the names that we talked about and that's understanding that in the 335 not everybody's going to be on the depth chart where they currently stand because you're going to ask different things of them they're not running a system that they already know this is a new system new leadership new verbiage uh, new down and distance requirements. Uh, there are all sorts of things happening on the defensive side. On the offensive side, there's still coaches to be filled, the receiver coach and the quarterback coach. Like you've got to fill those things and know what's required. And that those coaches are going to come in with some expectation of being able to have impact and influence on who uh, they give scholarship money to, who they put on the field, and then what how much time they get on the field. Nebraska has a ton of questions. A ton of questions. And a part of making the decision to go on a new leadership is that you have to bring in new coaches, which is building a new foundation, which is building new schemes, which is setting new standards, which is setting new rules, uh, which is evaluating the talent that you currently have, determine, evaluating the talent that you don't have yet because you need to go on the transfer board and get folks to come in here and then hoping that they mesh with the people that currently exist in the space that you're currently in all while trying to shorten and narrow the distance between Nebraska as they are 
and Nebraska where they want to be. And I can tell you in my heart of hearts that Nebraska cannot settle for being less than Big Ten West champions. Now, if you tell me the distance, the bridge you need to cross in year one is from where you are to a bowl game, that's still a big difference. <laughs> that's a pretty big bridge. And it's going to require that this coaching staff gets to work and that they bring in folks and they get the current roster to elevate itself up, right? They all have to get better than they were. Nobody that we mentioned today was good enough for this team to win a Big Ten West title. They all have to elevate. And then the new people that you bring in have to hit the ground running and meet the standard that you're going to set. And they have to be better than the people who are currently on the roster. You can't bring in transfer portal people who require more work than the people you currently have. Because the group that you currently have is not at the standard that you want. It's going to be a busy week leading up to signing day. And then 2023, when the bell drops, man, when the ball drops and the bell rings for 2023, this coaching staff has its hands full and a lot of work to do. And they need to get to work. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But it's going to be busy going to take a lot again i will talk to you guys next week we'll finish with the, the the three words that mean so much go big red